Noah invites the Hicks to sample his meat with as much dick sausage as anyone could eat. Riley and Jonesy are in hell because they can't win at Shell, and the sausage party ends with a sweet and sticky treat. That fresh produce stand there, that's a beauty. What do you listen to? My favorite murder podcast. Taggart and Torrance podcast. The produce stand. Ah, fucking sexy. It's Thirsty Thursday, and that means we are once again hanging out the produce stand. Podcast paying tribute to the great Canadian show, Letter Kenny. Now, I know what you're thinking. There are many other podcasts about Letter Kenny out there, but this one is no sausage fest, thanks to Tanya. I'm Mal, your host, and joining me in the room, as always, is lovely Tanya, and online we have squirrely matt and the vacant victor actually victor can't make it couldn't make it here uh, tonight we'll talk about that in a second as to why but first let's make sure uh we uh, you know we um introduce our our guest here joining us this week he's the co-author of invisible heart book of uh uh, uh, book one of John Baker's Chronicles and the Hunted Darkland, the Path of Redemption, the story of Bryce Creed. He's the DD, uh, uh, DDP Yoga 2021 Positively Unstoppable Challenge Grand Champion. He's the co-host of the Plotaholics and Tandemonium Sports Show Podcast. He's a patron, a member of our Twitter DM group, and a good guy. He's a really good guy. Please join me making some noise for Brian Tan. Wondrous! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Wait, 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 wait! Oh my god! Oh my god! I regret nothing. I'm exhausted just reading that that bio there. Welcome to the Protestant, Brian. Heyo! How's it hanging? You know, it's 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 low loose, full of juice, as they would say. Um. So is that what they say now? <laughs> or better yet, how are you now? Uh not bad. Or oh, no, good and you. <laughs> <laughs> not so bad. I can't believe you still can't get that. Um, right. <laughs> I guess I should ask you to say Massachusetts next. Yeah, no, no, no I mean I'm all kind of reclumped today because uh, unfortunately Victor's not here. Uh he yeah, couldn't yeah. make it. So last week he he mentioned that his dad had <clears throat> was was had fallen ill with with uh Omicron. It looked like he was getting better. Uh, today, he's taken a turn for the worse. So Victor uh, messaged us earlier uh, this afternoon and said he was headed to the hospital. Nothing, you know, nothing has happened yet uh, that we know of. But uh, we are, he's in our prayers and, and thoughts tonight uh, and, and hopefully uh, speedy recovery. Hopefully it's just a speed bump and everything goes, you know, goes up back on the road to recovery. Putting that positivity out there. It's just a speed bump. He's going to be fine next week. Exactly. How are you now? So tonight's lineup will be then myself, Tanya, Matt, and our guest, Brian, will have the last word. Uh, So I'll start with my week. Um, This week, I launched uh, another new podcast for my at work. So uh, (laughs) there's that. You're just a podcast slut. I am. I am a pod slut. Um, And uh, you are about a ho ass pod guy. Yeah. So I mean, you've been dubbed the pod father. So yeah, I love it. I like the pod father better than slut. I'm going to get that tattooed on my arm. Like uh, Brian, Brian has something on his arm. We'll talk about in a bit. Uh, Yeah. So we uh, did that. And uh, so far so good with that. And uh, you know, now I'm just giving myself, I'm now working on two podcasts at work. And of course this one here in my spare time, what spare time? There's no such thing, Uh, but I'm having a great time doing it. Uh, the other thing I did this week, let's see, watch suicide squad. Enjoyed it. That was a fun movie. 
I did that because I didn't want to start Peacemaker until I watched Suicide Squad, and I'm glad I did. And uh, let me say, Peacemaker, uh, and I I tweeted this out in my uh, for my personal account. That's that's better than it has any right to be. It's it's a pretty funny and pretty just out there. I'm have to check that out. I'm I'm a little bit behind. Yeah, it's surprisingly it's yeah. and then op- the open. I gotta say, I don't, I'm not always a huge fan of opening. I always you know, skip intros. I, I can't. I can't. I've watched no, it every time. Exactly. It's, it's the greatest yeah. intro I've seen in a long time. <laughs> it's so good. Uh, so I pick- can't wait. I'm starting to like John Cena a lot more. <laughs> right? Like yeah. he's kind of like he's he's got. I mean, he looks and is built like Schwarzenegger, but with the charisma of the Rock, um, yeah. and just really good. Like I I I, I said this in my tweet. It's like uh, young Schwarzenegger meets uh, Deadpool. Yep. That kind of humor. And uh, where's he from again? Where's he from again now? Uh, who's that? John Cena. Where's he from again? Oh, I have no idea. Where's he from? Is he? Is America. he? Is he from <laughs> Massachusetts? Is he? There you go. Oh, I didn't there know. you go. I didn't know. Just a shot in the dark. <laughs> yeah, I knew he was asking for a reason. So, uh, anyway, it, it, Peacemaker is a whole lot of fun, and I yeah. mean a whole lot of wrong, but a whole lot of fun. Like, definitely not for kids. Definitely, definitely not for oh, kids. Yeah. So um, I should let my soon-to-be thirteen-year-old watch it. Gotcha. There's, there's a, there's at questionable least, even in, at that. In, <laughs> in episode one, there is a kind of soft porn scene. Oh. Involving oh. John Cena. <laughs> oh. oh no! So uh, yeah, maybe I should see it. Yeah, you might, you might enjoy that. <laughs> you would appreciate it for sure. You would appreciate oh, it. Am I old enough? Tay is going to watch it and be like, "Yeah, this isn't rugged enough for me." <laughs> so anyway, that that's been my week. It's been a lot of fun, and and looking, for, I was looking forward to tonight. Um, let's see here, Tanya, how was your week? Uh, the week has been, um, chaotic as at best. Uh, we had a, a major snowfall on Monday. Oh yeah. Um, Sunday, yeah. Al and I were vigorously trying to work on the snowblower that had broke and, uh, we high-fived each other as we got it to work. And then promptly when the snow had come and it was time for it to do its thing, it, uh, it, it, it lasted a good five minutes. <laughs> it broke. Premature celebration. Yeah. Yeah. What a piss off. That didn't work. Nailed it. (laughs) Totally. During like the heaviest snowfall we've probably Uh, had in a few years. Like that was some serious snow that we had there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, We got hit pretty hard down here too. Mm -hmm. And it was, it wasn't fun. No. Yeah. So that that was our, that was our Monday. And then, uh, it bled over to the Tuesday for the kids, uh, to be online, which they were supposed to be in school for the most, most of the children. Uh, our kids, uh, are, we're keeping them home for another little bit. Um, so that again in itself is uh, a whole lot of work having them and ping ponging back and forth to, uh, uh, grade three and grade nine and, uh, trying to keep the kids on track during all of this. Um, but you know what? I do want to have a, a moment of seriousness, um, uh, which I know doesn't well, come. Like having a barrel <laughs> of monkeys so far? What the hell? Um, there was a good point that my neighbor made and that I have never thought of um, because we got so much snow. Um, he lives oh, in the yeah. basement apartment and he was going around the, the house and he was shoveling out the windows. Um, he had window wells and he has uh, some low 
low um, windows to the to the ground level, and of course all the snow piling up and um, coming off the roof of the houses as well. It was blocking some of the windows. Um, recently, there was a fire and people were trapped in the basement in a nearby uh, town. And he brought this to my attention and had asked, you know, when we're clearing our driveway, that we make sure that nothing gets up to um, to to his side and and the windows and stuff. So anyone out there, if if you haven't thought of it, it, it didn't cross my mind. I know when we're in the basement, we kind of look out our windows and uh, you know see the wind uh, snow piling up, um, but you don't really think of that next level. That you know if that emergency ever comes and you know it, the the snow can start freezing and you can't get out. So uh, you know helpful hint to anyone and and to the. Um, didn't again think of this one um, because we were getting so much snow. The exhausts from your um, furnace, furnace yeah. um, your dryer, your 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 lines leading outside. If they're low enough, they can get covered as well. So make sure that those cl- lines are cleared and uh, everyone stays safe. There you go. There's a public service know, announcement. But there. also have. Fun. Like we started building some, we're, we're trying to, we're trying to get an igloo. And if you ever go down that, that path of how to build an igloo, it can be um, very um, rabbit hole and, and <laughs> learning how to build these things. I thought but, Tanya uh, was going to say that she made an anatomically correct snowman. You, uh, you, uh, you know what? I Those had days a, are over. I we had have a, kids now. I had a summer project though. We had a sandcastle that I, I tried to yeah. make. Uh, I tried to make a snowman i thought it was really funny to build oh, yeah. olaf she's in on the beach the sand. She, she's like she's building I something like and we're all watching her and she's like what what is she doing because it's was, looking very phallic and i was very and like what's in, tanya doing and then well, olaf's head is oval right like he's got yeah. like a this long kind of pointy head and then yeah. of course i can't get too much of his body because so it's just a stubby base and this big oval head yeah. and uh, on a public um, fucking beach with uh, kids running around and like, everyone Tanya, commented take, take that thing down it's like what it's Mommy, a snowman it's not Don't well a, it, Norman. yeah a it's not made out of snow <laughs> and b it looks like a fucking giant dick yeah from their angle i kind of see what they were but i was getting teeth in the front and like trying to yeah the more she was trying to make it look the, the worse it got anyway <laughs> Oh, and no by the way, is now scarred. And, and this is half water. I'm trying to make my wine go Whatever. a little bit further. It is. It is. I filled it How up with water. Down wine? <laughs> I filled you it water up. down wine. That's blasphemy. I know. I know. I totally just have gone have another way. Yeah, I, just, no, just I, I can't. I can't. I, I had, I had some uh, chicken roadie tonight. And so that We're on took, Weight Watchers right they, now. They, so that took up a major part of my, my point. Wine's so too many points. Wine so. was like half a glass and I filled it up the rest of the way with water. So I'm, I'm, yeah, it's, it's, I know it's got, it's all kinds of wrong. Like, I'm judging you more for doing that. I know, right? <laughs> but it's way in, it's way in tomorrow. I'm and like, you more for I'm, that than making a sand dick on a beach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know. Run that. I know. More than, hey. My, I'm, 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 I apologize, but you know what? I, I'm going to be hey, happier when I'm, when I'm fit. There you, <laughs> go. you know, you could, you could always work out with me and doing I was going to say you're together. just feeling the pressure because you knew you're going to be on with Brian today. I, I've been I've been doing these uh, YouTube I've been doing these YouTube runs and uh, oh my god loving them YouTube you runs. can go on YouTube and these okay uh, this is all about me hour um, you can go on these you, you can do these YouTube uh, trails so into Victor's time it's okay I know right yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, I was actually going to give that to Brian because he's a talker too. I don't know yeah. if you know this about him. So, <laughs> so there's uh, YouTube trails and you can either do it on a treadmill or go for a walk. And there's like all of these different scenes. You can go to Scotland and Ireland and-, and You basically just walk in place while watching YouTube of, of somebody walking for you. <laughs> and they're pretty cool. Like when it's you like can't get- a screensaver get, basically. basically you, yeah. No, no, you're moving with them. Yeah. You're moving with them. And, and some of them, you can hear them huffing and puffing and snorting and, and spitting, but coming but, soon to an Oculus near you. Yeah. That's what you need. Just get Owen's Oculus and uh, do that. It's yeah. like Peloton version one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Imagination. All right, <laughs> Matt, save us here. How was your week? I hope oh, hopefully better than last week. It, well, yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely better than last week. Okay. I mean, we we're all out of the woods now on, mm-hmm. on our COVID experience. We, uh, we were out of lockdown um, Sunday, Monday, I think it was, and mm-hmm. in our quarantine, we're all feeling better. Good. You know, it's not a hundred percent, but we're 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 showing negative now, and everything's good, so we're moving again. Yeah, we got hit by snow. Oh man, um, it was- it's no joke. Like we, and again, living in the city, I think I've talked about before. Like in my neighborhood, we're quite congested. Um, and it's all like, it's like, it's mountainous almost for us. Yeah. I know it's a rover overstate. Well, especially sure, in but- the house, uh, do you share your driveway with your neighbor? No. I do. Yes. So we're, and it took, you got to put your what? snow all onto one area. Like we, well, we, have, go to the t- we can throw it go to ahead. both sides and yeah. we have massive Hills on both sides of my driveway. I can't imagine yeah. if you can only do it to one side, like to the point where our daughter can touch the tree. Yeah. Like, well, and, and I wish I could get an aerial shot to really show this, but yeah. I think I've described this before. Ours is like a funnel. So mm-hmm. from where our house starts to where our garage starts, which is probably, I don't know, 50, 60 feet. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's, it's, it's a funnel. There's no, it's it our, both of our houses run alongside of the driveway. So that goes all, it's all driveway. There's no grass. Yeah. So you have to push all the snow from the top down before you can spill it even onto the grass. Yeah. So it's about 50, 60 feet of three lane driveway down and then over. So mm. it took my neighbor and I each with snowblowers over three hours just Jeez. to clear our driveway. Oh, man. Um, so that was a mess. And then because we're in this congested neighborhood, our, our little section's not too bad, but the rest of the neighborhood, most people don't even have that. They have no driveway. Mm-hmm. They have, it all goes onto the road. Yeah. So our, our neighborhood. And then the plow just tight. puts it back on. Oh, well, yeah. So our, our, our neighborhood's pretty tight as is. It's two lanes at best with mm-hmm. street parking. Yeah. Now you're down to one lane at best with street parking and snow piles everywhere. So trying to get through our neighborhood, like I'd take my kid to daycare today, just leaving just to get out of my neighborhood was the most stressful part of my day because you're constantly pulling into driveways, let someone pass back out in and out. Like oh it, it's a nightmare. Um, and all of our streets in, in Toronto are like that. Like just yeah. nowhere to put the fuck. No, it's, snow. I, I don't know where the hell you would put that much. snow. No, it's it, crazy. Yeah. And it's like, so what happened when Monday it's now Thursday, mm-hmm. it still looks like Monday out there yeah. aside from like the main channel is clear, but all the banks are still there. Like, so now we have to learn to live with this for the next probably month or two while they really like don't get the main streets cleaned up and I probably another week. Yeah. Um, which is real. Like that's actually reality, yeah. but it'll mm-hmm. take them at least a week to start getting that looking normal. But our neighborhood will stay like this probably until spring um, where Dang. we are just yeah. trying to figure out a way 
around each other um, as we come in and out of our neighborhood. Matt, so it's fucked. Time to look for uh, snowmobile on uh, on uh, Facebook Marketplace. Yeah, but oh, yeah, <laughs> trying, trying to That's dodge it. the freaking That's... polar bears while they're right. taking over. It, it so, was crazy. Like it was. It was I mean, truly. We were setting our alarm because uh, we had to go out every hour to clear it before yeah. it accumulated. But, but, yeah, that's how massive though the snowfall was. Yeah, like we've was, we've had. So. I mean, we get snow all the time here, but this yeah. one here was. So, it was big. Yeah, it was big. It was it was pretty yeah. big. Yeah, and I mean, I did the neighborly thing. Like one of my neighbors, I didn't realize he didn't have a snowplow. Him and his wife were out there mm-hmm. going till late in the night, and they finally put a ping on our little group chat we have. And and he's like, "Anyone have a snowblower?" I'm like, "Dude, you should have messaged hours ago. I'd have been there." Yeah. And we went down. I let him borrow it. In like ten minutes, he had his little section cleared. He's like, "You saved my life, bro." And then yesterday, the, these people I didn't realize a couple doors down from me is an older elderly couple, like eighty years old, hmm. had even started their driveway, oh, and they're man. out there. With a shovel going, are you fucking kidding me? Mm -hmm. Like it was midday yesterday. So I went out and my neighbor right attached to me went out as well with our blowers and we cleared them out. We're like, like, and then they tried to pay us like, no, no, just say thank you. Like, it's okay. Like you yeah. don't want you to like kill yourself out here. This is crazy. Well, when, um, when, when our snowblower went, I, I was equally pissed off because of our own driveway, because it's a big driveway, but also I like going around and, and doing the other, the neighbor's uh, driveway. Yeah. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's a, a chance to be neighborly and it's a chance to go yeah. and, and chat with them and get to know them and stuff. Right. And, uh, yeah. and I couldn't do that. In fact, I had to borrow our neighbor's snow <laughs> snowblower to finish the job. Well, it, if you want to think of this way, you've probably done the right thing in the past and yeah. now karma came back to help you because there you go. There you know. oh for sure definitely but uh yeah aside from that my week was it was pretty uneventful i mean i i, I because of covid then i'll quickly touch on it because of covid i haven't seen my other two kids in oh, like man. two weeks oh, which yeah. is probably the longest stretch i have not seen them mm-hmm. um as, as long as i can remember probably since they were born so i, I definitely miss the hell out of those guys but we're finally seeing them tomorrow oh, good. they're oh. coming for the weekend um and things nice. will go back to normal we'll get the the normal i see them every week normally right mm-hmm. so um, it, it's been tough. We, we've been doing a lot of FaceTime. That's how we've been staying connected, but, uh, it's not the same, right? You no. just, yeah. you, you need to have them nearby and, uh, it makes you appreciate go even our, that much more. Our toboggan hill now with all this snow, that would be awesome. Oh my God. I've, 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 yeah, I've, I've had too many close encounters with the trees. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's, for... let's talk, oh, let's we... talk to our guest. What? Oh, okay. Let's... I thought you were going to talk about, um, oh yeah, no, go ahead. So let's talk to our guest, Mr. <laughs> Tan. <laughs> How are you now? Oh, not bad. You pretty so, good. So, so welcome. This, this, well, hold on. Okay. We, we got to go through all the the standard questions here. First of all, where are you speaking to us from? Um, from I'm talking to you guys from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. This Pittsburgh city. city. We city love Pittsburgh. Champions. We've been to Pittsburgh. Yes. We we had a lot of fun there. It's a, it's a nice, nice. city. It was, it I, is. I enjoyed it more than I thought I would, and, and that's not an. <laughs> Take no, that that's at, understandable. You know, like, I uh, understand. I wasn't, I wasn't expecting too much, but when we went, it was like, this is a really nice city. All the bridges and all the tunnels and, and your, oh, yeah. the, the two stadiums are beautiful. And we went, we saw a hockey game, uh, at the igloo. So before, uh, like, oh, when so the, this is before PBG paints arena got put in. So yeah. Yeah. And, there. uh, and then we went out well, to next time you guys are down here, man, let me know. Yeah. We had a great let time. A lot of good yeah, shopping I there show, too. I can take you to the eateries and some of the some of the other places that are off of the um the quote unquote tourist trail. Mm-hmm. Definitely. You know, oh, like we did, went did to. Did you guys uh, get to go to Permanis? 
Oh, I don't. It was. A, I don't know. I don't remember anything. No. Like if you would, if you, if you would have went to Permani Brothers, you would have, you would know. Let's be clear. They're aware that they went to Pittsburgh. Yeah. No, we went they to Pittsburgh. We <laughs> saw a hockey game. We went to Falling Water, which is about an hour yeah. outside of yep. Pittsburgh. That was awesome. And Ugh, and then I'm we a did, huge architect. We did a little buff. shopping in. Was it Grove City? Is that uh, Grove City Outlet? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Outlet. And uh, I've been you know, there. We did all the important stuff. <laughs> no tax. Awesome. No sales tax. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'll show you around there. Yeah. Yeah. So. Letter, Letter Kenny. When did you discover Letter Kenny? <laughs> I discovered Letter Kenny about a year or so ago. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, a, about a year or so ago. I was still living in my apartment. I was on TikTok, which I haven't been on TikTok in a long time. Mm-hmm. And I happened to see the episode. Um, it was the clip of Riley Jonesy and Shorzy chirping in um, Bush party season. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I laughed my ass off mm-hmm. so hard <laughs> at that. And when he was like, you know, your mom came across the room and she killed my Japanese fighting fish. I was yeah, like, Oh my God. Off, that is yeah, the threw off the pH balance in the, in, in yeah. the tank. Yeah. <laughs> I died laughing. I watched that clip about 10 times. Yeah. And I kept laughing and I was like, well, what the, so I'm looking around and I'm like, I shared it to my Facebook and I'm like, what the hell is this? Where, mm-hmm. where can I find this? And one of my buddies goes, bro, it's a show called letter Kenny. It's pretty funny. So then I happened to go to Hulu mm-hmm. and I was hooked. Awesome. Yeah. I Just like hooked. that. And do Just you know like, that there's a letter Kenny in Pennsylvania? Not too far from you. I don't think. Um, I, I did. I know that now mm-hmm. from listening to the show. Yeah. And and then I happened to, and I discovered you guys. Mm-hmm. I happened to be, you know, tweeting out to, you know, the, the you know Letter Kenny and blah blah blah. And Al, you caught me. It was like, oh, you should listen to the Letter Kenny on the Produce Sam podcast. Oh, really? Like, Did I do that? Yeah, that's <laughs> when was he was like, po- he was poaching listeners at that. Time. Oh man, yeah. I was yeah, I was doing a lot <laughs> of posting. Then, I yeah. listened in. Again, I listened to the first episode and I was hooked. Really? That first episode? Maybe not. <laughs> oh, no, for real. Because really? I, I, I was hooked because the thing was, you know, I've been working from home since COVID started. Mm-hmm. And um, I just moved in. To, we, we, we just bought this house in July. So working from home in a new house and it was just really, really weird to me. And it's like I'm trying to come up with new routines and new things to do during the day. Sure. And I believe I had just taken my son back home because he lives in New Hampshire with his mother. Mm-hmm. So I needed something to keep me laughing during the day because I'm always I'm always messed up after he goes back. Right. Mm-hmm. So you guys kept me laughing my ass off. That's awesome. Where usually I'm like miserable as hell because my kid is gone. You know, I, I don't have my, my crotch fruit. Right. So <laughs> I just laughed my ass off the oh. whole time. Yeah, I was hooked after that first episode. Happy that's, we could help, man. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. We love hearing that kind of shit. I mean, the unintended consequences of doing this podcast. We did this for ourselves. We didn't do this for anybody else. So the fact that other yeah, people are getting you guys saying that getting joy out of it is 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 mind boggling. All right. So quickly, I mean, because we we yeah. we've got a whole episode here, but there's I mean, so much to do. You've, yeah. you've got so much. I mean, you're almost Dennis Guggen esque when it comes to like all the shit that you you do and have done. You're a published author. Like I do enough. You're a published author. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got what two books, right? Or, or is there more? Than um, two? I've got two. Well, I have five. I had five books at one time that were published at once, but oh, I've okay. gone through um, publisher switches because my very first publisher just wasn't handling me 
properly. They were handling other authors so much better. They weren't doing anything for me. Right. So my writing partner, Kendra Souter, who I, um, I spun off of her permutation archive series to write my book, the John Baker Chronicles, the permutation archive division. Okay. So that's why I'm co-authored on that. I wrote the book, but it's a spinoff of her series. So that's the deal we have. Right. And then her her publishing company had to close its doors. Hmm. So I ended up going to another publisher now random evolve media. And, um, so my book, um, you know, the John Baker Chronicles book one, mm-hmm. and actually I have three books out now. Um, the first John Baker book, which is out now, Invincible Heart, Unbreakable Mind, book two of that series is out now as well. And then um, my very first novel that I ever wrote, The Enforcer, and oh my God, I'm, wor- I'm working on the audio book for it right now. And you can tell it's my very first book because it is rough, <laughs> but I still love it. I still love it. Um, and it's out now on um, the sequel to that book, The Hunted is going to be coming out within the next couple of weeks or the next sometime first quarter 2022. Okay. So you're pretty prolific and you're telling me that you, you don't, you yes. feel like you're not doing enough. I mean, come on, you're in making a lot this of, all look in, bad. In a lot of ways, <laughs> in a lot of ways I do, because I guess I've, I was always that kid that was good at stuff, but wasn't great at stuff. Hmm. So I always tried to just do the things that I thought I was good at, hoping that I would get better. Right. You know what that's called? You're a renaissance man. It's okay. Yeah, I like that. That's All right. I'm a, I'm a tall black Danny DeVito. I'll take it. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's talk about quickly. Again, we're, we're trying to get to the, con- yeah. the, the what yeah. you guys call the advertised content. Yeah. <laughs> how, how much weight did you lose to become the 2021 DDP yoga championship champion? Sorry. Uh, I started my DDP yoga journey at 390 pounds, August of 2019. Um, I was a sandwich away from 400 pounds waiting to die. Um, and then I started, I started doing DDP yoga when, um, my son came down when he was about 10 at the time and he tagged me and was like, come and get me dad. I did the Homer Simpson two runs and was out of breath with my knees buckling. So I knew I needed to do something. Yeah. Problem was I was still eating like crap, trying to out train a bad diet, but I was getting stronger. I was getting more flexible until June 20. I mean, January, 2020, I separated my shoulder trying to bench press 320, 330 pounds. Thankfully, my wife is a massage therapist. She was able to massage the the joint back into place. Oh, wow. Um, And then I just stopped working out because I was healing. Mm -hmm. And then COVID started and I was depressed from COVID. And then George Floyd was murdered and I was depressed by that. And then my son asked me why George Floyd was murdered. And I was depressed about that. And then my mom got COVID and I was depressed about that. And then um, Diamond Dallas Page gave me a call June of 2020. And I never looked back. So I lost a total in that first six months from June, 2020 to January, 2021, I lost a hundred pounds Jesus, just from changing, so, my, changing my eating habits and doing DDP yoga. When everyone else was gaining their COVID-19, <laughs> I was losing you. You lost a hundred pounds. Correct. And Amazing. that wasn't enough for me because then I was down to about 290. I wanted to get lower. I wanted to be healthier. Yeah. So I entered the Positively Unstoppable Challenge January 2021, had to get a procedure done on my foot. So I was out for a month, but I started working out in the chair and I started getting stronger. Hmm. 
then I just kept working it and working it. By the time I was done with the DDP Yoga Positively Unstoppable Challenge, because it's um, six months, it, you know, you, you're able to enter from January 1st to April 30th. And then the challenge ends completely um, October 30th. Mm-hmm. So no matter what, when you start, you get that six month time frame. I lost an additional 70 pounds. So I went from 290 to 220. That's Matter of fact, I think my, my final weigh-in, I ended up coming in at 218 pounds. Wow. wow. And then um, I'm then I'm sitting and waiting for three months, three, four months. All right. So am I going to be a, a, a finalist or not? We'll quit worrying about it because, well, you've already won. And that's what I told myself. And mm-hmm. that's what I just kept telling myself because you're healthy now. You're losing weight. Mm-hmm. You're looking damn good. Um, you, you look younger than you are and it's amazing. And then I found out that I'm a finalist and I'm like, Holy crap. That's that, amazing. This is awesome. Yeah. And then, um, they were like, well, we need to have one final call because we need to, you know, do this, that, and the other. So they call me on there and diamond Dallas is right there. And he's like, what's up, bro. And I'm like, Hey, what's <laughs> up? We haven't spoken in almost a year because when I entered the challenge, he stopped talking to me. He had been coaching me from June to um, December. But then he said, when you enter this challenge, I'm done coaching you. Mm-hmm. You need to do this on your own. You're on your own. Mm-hmm. So it's the first time he and I talked in a year and he's like, you know, this was really hard to do, blah, blah, blah. But you know what? You're the guy you won. And I'm like, wow, that's, that's awesome. amazing. Yeah, that's great, man. So, Good for you. And, and I mean, I've seen your, the, the, the before and after shots and it's, it's inspiring. It's inspiring. And yeah, and in a, in just what under two years you, you did that. Yeah. It's yeah. crazy. And now I'm trying to build my own business teaching DDP yoga. I want to bring it into the inner city because you know, minorities, people of color, we we've been lied to about health and nutrition for generations upon generations. We've always been given, you know, the least. And, um, you know, one of the things that stopped me from even trying to do DDP yoga sooner was because, well, only rich folks can do yoga and, you know, and it's like, nah, it's for everybody. So, you know, I want to bring it into the, you know, inner city, start helping people that are, you know, underprivileged and whatnot to be able to get healthier and to feel that confidence that I feel, you know, Mm because the, the, one of the best things that you can give another human being is believing in them because when you believe in them, they believe in themselves. Well said, well said. Okay. Let's move on now to (laughs) just one last thing. Uh, I mean, yeah. you've got two podcasts, Plotaholics, which I've had the pleasure and honor uh, and privilege of so being fun. on. That was a lot of fun uh, defending the honor of the of Canadian bacon. I highly recommend that. But, <laughs> but still sad you had to defend it. I know, right? Uh, but <laughs> you know what? What's funny is that honestly, I rewatched it about a week or so ago, mm-hmm. and I think what it is is that it's not. It's not the John Candy that I'm, I'm not used to seeing no, John I, Candy I it, yeah. in that position. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it, it was, it's cool. It's yeah. cool. Cause I love Rhea Perlman. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so, um, I mean, uh, and I wouldn't say this just to anyone, but I mean, I enjoy, I, I'm listening to your podcast. I listen to all your episodes, not it. all the episodes, but all the episodes of, of movies where I've, that I've watched, I've, I've watched, I've, and I enjoy it. you, you and, uh, and your co-host, uh, Shane, 
um, mm-hmm. uh, have a, a great re- uh, rapport and, and it, it, you're very entertaining. So, on, and Thank I highly so recommend much. if, uh, if you want, you know, more guests, Matt, it would be a, a great guest because he, uh, he knows way more about movies than I do. So, um, Hey, that, that's good to know, man. Yeah. Um, matter of fact, yeah, we definitely need to do something like that. We're always looking to expand. Um, you know, Shane and I, we've been doing the plot of Hogs now. We're coming up on four years now. Mm-hmm. And awesome. um, we're also starting to build on our YouTube presence. Um, Shane has a, a plot of Hogs present Shane Wilson's drunk reviews. Mm-hmm. Where Shane Wilson, <laughs> he Shane gets, will watch. Does he legit get drunk? Because I've seen some oh, of those. Yeah. I'm like, wow, that, that looks almost put on, but that's him. No. No, he's drunk. Wow. He's drunk. <laughs> That's dedication. It's so to hilarious. Yeah, it's great. It so hilarious. I love it. I love it. And then uh, I do a spinoff of it called Tan Talks where I'll talk movies right now where um, we we're talking um, Book of Boba Fett, you know, so we're, we're doing, you know, review and discussion and breakdowns of the episodes of Book of Boba Fett. So, um, you know, Matt, if you want to, um, I'm going to be looking for because basically what I'm going to start doing for Tan Talks is I'm going to have guests to talk about, you know, a series or whatever. So, you know, we yeah. pick a series and, you know, go from there. So yeah, Matt, if you're, if you're, if you're interested. Yeah. I mean, I'm a bit of a pod sled too. And and all that. So, you know, <laughs> let's, let's, let's connect offline. Yeah, and we'll, he's find, become, we'll, we'll, let's we'll do that. Find what fits and, and I'm, I'm already in. So. And then you have a sports one called Tandemonium sports a tandemo- show. A Tandemonium sports show with Vendetta sports media. Shout out to um, uh, the boss man, Trey Daubert and um, the folks over at Vendetta sports Jesus. media. Where yeah, we we talk every Tuesday evening, six thirty p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Vendetta Sports Media. Yeah, we we talk about you know the, the the sports stories and everything that's going on during the week. Um, we just talked about how you know I, I trashed my Steelers and the the sorry effort they gave against Kansas City, and we're moving on in the um in the um uh, the NFL playoffs. Um, just to give you a little behind the curtain, Willie O'Ree, the first brother to ever play in the NHL, just had mm-hmm. his jersey retired by the Boston Bruins. So I'm going to give some love to him for that because that, that's a big deal. Yeah, you know that that's a, that's a huge deal right mm-hmm. there. That man was breaking down barriers in in hockey, which you know I, I'm not going to say hockey's the whitest sport there is. Eh, you, know, you don't get much is, white in hockey, <laughs> but it gets a little bit. It gets a little bit pale. Yeah, you know it's yeah. not it's not water polo pale, mm-hmm. but. It's, it's getting better and they're doing a lot of good work. They're doing a lot of good work with their, their diversity. Uh, Brian, just listening to all the projects you're doing, making me tired. I think I need a coffee. Just like Skodude energy drink, Diabolical Coffee has a new spokesperson, me. Diabolical Coffee is devilishly good coffee and diabolically awesome swag. There is a roast for all tastes and even some you didn't know you wanted. You can order whole bean, coarse and standard grind and espresso. Or if you're like Al and me, there's a K-cup option for single cup brewers. And for the duration of season 10 of our podcast, you can use the promo code PRODUCESTAND for 10% off anything in the store. That's 10% off all coffee and merch. Thank you to Diabolical Coffee and to Eric for your support yes thank you eric for your support i'm pretty sure i just placed three orders during that (laughs) i don't i don't just want coffee i want a date night and coffee (laughs) i'm just saying speaking of support 
Welcome to new Twitter followers, Captain Quack Sparrow, CJ from Parts Unknown, <laughs> Damien from Auburn Hills, Michigan, uh, Dan Wano from Fort Lauderdale, Florida, Nathan Steele, Chris from Barrie, Ontario, Leah from Utah, JJ from Wisconsin, Joji, uh, Jason Jolly from uh, St. Louis, Jim Morgan, Benjamin Mark Keel from or Kelly from uh, Rockhampton, Queensland. Uh, formerly source, uh, mad, uh, what is it? Mad, uh, mad Hewlin or Madeline, um, (laughs) (laughs) Linda nine, two, nine LS 1108, preferably from preferably, preferably my recliner insert a snarky name here from the universe. Ashley Gibson, Matt from Pittsburgh. Maybe, you know, that this Matt person here, uh, Brian, Mm, Uh, (laughs) Mike clamp from, Oh, I can't, whatever that is. Jip, <laughs> that looks like uh Jip Cuck McMackey. It looks like an indigenous uh, place. Uh, Michael Wheeler, 82 from Austin, Texas. Prince Robot from Largo, Florida. Steve V from Canada. Dr- uh, Jim Frawley from Bellwe- Bellwether Hub, New York. Matt Crowley. Austin Hudson. Uh, here's Donnie. Adrian Hubbard. Cowboy Kev from Tionesta. Uh, HVAC girl, chef, chef bacon, uh, Justin Grift, Mark, Darren Wolf from pizza planet, Wyndham Earl from Chicago, Victoria Kirk, Adam Shaker from Mississippi state university, judge Roy Bean from the United States, Eric fairs from Farmington, Missouri, Sean from Texas, uh, on the fly us from Cape Cod band from Scotland, uh, newest member of our uh, DM group, 420 Muffin Man from Ohio, JG from Knoxville, Tennessee, Mike Hernan, or Her- Herma- Herman from Edmonton, Bobby McConnell, Scott, Tyler Wilkinson, Wilkerson, Ken Wid- Wideness, and Adventures of a Mixed Girl. Thank you all for following and hopefully for listening. Yikes. Previously on Letterkenny. I got to scroll down past all these names here. There we go. Last Jeez, week. We I thought were... you were going to say Bobby McFerrin. Oh man. To get excited. Uh, 635 yeah. names now. Yeah. So I just Holy read 50 there. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm losing control here. Um, last week we recapped and reviewed episode two of season 10 dealership. That episode was a unicorn receiving fresh rating from all of us, including our guest Ray, according to Twitter, uh, which we got 55 votes, 65.5% of you gave it a fresh 21, uh, 29.1 gave it a clearance and 5.5 gave it a compost. This week, we recap and review episode three of season 10, Dick Meat. <laughs> I've done my homework. Tanya, have you done your homework? Once. Matt, have you done your homework? Also once. And uh, Brian, have you done your homework? Three times, my dude. All right. Thrice. Don't Thrice. To the chorus. We open at the tractor shed. Squirrely Dan and Derry are having a heated argument about something. Wayne is just standing there quietly. Uh, the other, uh, the other two finally stop arguing, and Squirrely Dan asks Wayne why he doesn't feels compelled to get between them and what's not. Uh, Wayne says that people are allowed to disagree and what have you. Uh, Derry says that usually when they have a spat, Wayne intervenes and all that. Uh, Wayne asks uh, whether where. Um, Where's that got him and such? And then Squirrely Dan asks if Wayne uh, could at least ask them what the problem is. Wayne takes a long pause, walks around uh, the uh, the loft once, and then leans on the handrail and asks what the problem is. Katie's big, big tarts. tarts. What's that? Oh, I just love Katie's big tarts. He was uh, 
trying to provoke me here? Or? They're perfect. <laughs> he's got a perfect tarts. I feel like he's no full well what you're doing. I just love those tarts. So I gathered. Mercy, those big, soft tarts of hers. So we crushed the tub. <laughs> Did you see the whole tub? Well, okay, there was two tubs, and so we only crushed one of the tubs, so there's still a tub left. There's fucking 19 to a tub. Neither of us is proud about eating a whole tub. Well, I didn't see an empty tub on the counter. Well, that's because we washed and dried and put away the tub so that you wouldn't have seen that we eat the tub. Sneaky as the dick. So we get to the bottom of the tub, and there's one left, so we decide to split it. So Dan's gonna take a bite and then hand me the other half. Well, it's good of you to give him the dividing bite. Well, that's what I thought it was too. I expressed my appreciations on receiving the dividing bites. And then he ate the whole thing. You did not. It was on accident. You did, you did not do that to Derry. It was uh, on accident. Yes, he did do that to Derry. It was on accident, Derry. <laughs> Why do you accidentally eat a full tart and you previously agreed to go halves on the tart? I'm gonna say. Well, you could get sand. One set. I'm gonna say. Well, you could get sand. One set. I'm gonna say, Derry's. Squid and says he'd have one of Katie's tarts down his gullet all hours of the days if he could. He goes on to to take dividing bites of the tart and the other half just crumbled right there is in his hands. Wayne admits that will happen. Squid and continues. So he'd either just let the crumbled half right there fall on the floor or he'd hoover up the other half. You know I eat stuff off the floor. You know that I eat stuff off the floor. Jerry's always eating things off the floor. He's right. I'm always eating things up off the floor. Surprised he doesn't eat something off the floor right now. It's not my fault that Tarks crumbles. Tarks crumbles all the time. Almost every day. I mean, I'm just as surprised as everyone, because you know Katie's tarts are usually so very firm. Well, you could have put the tub underneath it to catch the tart. We'd already washed and dried and put away the tub, Jerry. Sneaky <laughs> as the Deckens. That doesn't change that I still eat things off the floor. I always eat things off the floor, and I'm never backing down for that. Never. Hey, gents. Where's this end? <laughs> Katie walks up to the tractor shed, eating a tart. She asks if anyone wants the other half of her tart. Squid Dan says he believes his good buddies Dairies would. Katie gives her remaining ha- uh, tart half to Dairy and walks away, asking herself why her tarts are so big. And this gets a grumble from from Wayne. Cut to the three Hicks in unison. Squid Dan and Dairy reply, makes them perfects for sharing with a pal. Wayne yells at them to come off it and cue the theme. <laughs> all right <laughs> it's, uh, it's uh, down to me first <laughs> this 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 one's this one's uh one for the pantheon of cold opens i really enjoyed this one uh it's it, it's really well acted and 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 just a lot of fun um squirrely dan and dairy were, were so good in this um i wonder because i mean it's been a while since we we kind of talked about you know Letter Kenny making a uh, a statement about something, uh, you know before like it would be like about uh, racism or sexism or homophobia or, or or you know social media. It's been a while since it feels like they've made a statement, and I mean in their way, I feel like this was Kiso making a statement about what's going on right now with the pandemic about anti-vaxxers and, and, and vaxxers uh, arguing. And there's like, where does it end? Where does the arguing end? Like there's, there's doesn't seem to be any middle ground between these two sides, just the way he kind of like uh, when they were asking, was that in the same time frame though, as the pandemic and, and yeah, I mean, the he wrote needles. It over, and, he, he, he's yeah. written, he wrote the, this like during the pandemic. So I feel like during the anti-vaxxing yeah, segment, I mean, the anti-va- cause that was only recent. No, that was the anti-vax like, has been happening. Uh, well, down last here, it's been recent. This has been I could be since. reading really a, a lot into it. Yeah. I just, oh, no, the, I, I the see way you're going the, with, they were asking, aren't you going to intervene? He's like, well, where has that gotten me in the past? Um, and, uh, and then, 
And then they they keep on arguing. And then he's like, honestly, where does it end? Like just a, a few kind of met, a few yeah. different comments that he makes that he made. I'm like, you got these two kind of sides <laughs> arguing at each other's throats. And it doesn't look like there's any way that they, they can uh, come together or agree on anything. And then uh, an opportunity comes for one of them to, you know, to be human to the other person. And that's what ends it. Right. I just, I could be like completely reading I into it, see that. but no, I, I really can see that. I can see that's very deep. To, I know. Uh, and, and maybe that's it's deeper deep. than, than uh, we should be giving letter Kenny credit, but I think in the past letter Kenny has gotten that deep. Mm. So I like to think that that's kind of, this is his way of saying, Hey, uh, you guys, both sides think they're right. Mm. Um, there's gotta be, a, you know, there's gotta be a way to end this. There's gotta you, be, a you way know, to it's end. about tarts, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's tarts. about, but you know, it's about the argument. It. It's about the argument, right? I know, it's I know. arguing in general. Like, no, you know, no, fart like book that. isn't about like farts, that. right? <laughs> and yeah. he, he seems to always use his analogies, the rhyming with arts. Anyway, uh, that's, <laughs> that's my take on this. It's a great cold open. I love the back and forth on the surface. It's just a lot of fun. Really funny. I love the, the re- repetition of Squirly Dan. It was on accident. It was on accident. Just really, really funny. And, and, and Derry's saying, you know, I eat stuff off the floor. Just brilliant. I, I really enjoyed this cold open. Tim? I, I did not see it for the depth that you did, but I, I did enjoy it. Um, I was looking again at the, the barn uh, camera angle and, and how, you know, Wayne's at the, the pinnacle at yeah. the top of it and the symmetry between uh, Squirrely Dan and um, Derry and how um, that's been touched on before. Yeah, Buttry on, talks about symmetry yeah. in his shots and all that stuff. None of that's by accident. That's all very, very purposeful for sure. But I, I still... accidents. <laughs> accident. Um, you know, the, the repetition and uh, Squirrely Dan saying things, um, you know, three times. I think the sequence was three times for, for every... Yep. It was on accident and I'm just going to say, I'm just going to say. And, um, you know, just the, the fun banter back and forth and uh, you know, Katie's big tarts and then her coming out. And I like too, that it was given to, to dairy. Cause it, it, there's always that playful kind of, well, will they, or won't they, or is there like a, mm. a thing there or not? I still fir- firmly believe yeah, that that's like Katie more like giving him a tart and it was screwly Dan offering it to his buddy because he felt bad because he cheated his buddy. It, out it, of it looked as though though that dairy just kind of gave that kind of smile, like, Oh, she's sweet on me type of, Oh, I get her the oh, rest yeah, of he her tart. Starts, yeah. But I'm I'm still thinking that there's the a sister brother <laughs> like they grew up like that's just a, a forbidden like no that yeah I don't think that that should happen anyway but it was it was a good cold open mm-hmm. Matt yeah I, it, to me it's a top five cold open it mm-hmm. was so much fucking fun um you, you might be onto something there I don't think I even give it that much thought mm-hmm. when I watch the show unless it's right out there in the open I'm just in it for the playfulness of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying to a degree. Um, it might be a bit of a stretch, but it's an interesting theory. I'd love to have a chat with one of the writers to, to, to get to the bottom of some of this. Um, but no, it was great. Uh, there was a couple of things that, that resonated with me. The, I don't know why I, I got really drawn in when he's like 19 to a tub. I'm like, <laughs> I've never thought I know for some reason in my head, when things go in a tub, it's always, especially something like a, a dozen tar, or yeah. a, it's even yeah, numbers. Like 19, 19? 
felt like a very odd number and yeah, I got yeah. fixated Well, but they're larger tarts. Maybe the tub usually would hold like 24 normal size tarts. But it's still not an but even number. Katie's I don't tarts. know. Yeah, that's like totally an odd ass yeah. number. 19. Unless it's a round tub. I, I, oh, I got like a way, but I then way there's the COVID-19 kind of angle. Oh, oh, right. Wow. Dun, dun, dun. Whoa, it's getting deep. Right? It could be the 19. All right, all right. Would now then I'm, on, now I'm on team out here. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, right? By her man. Yeah. <laughs> and I think, wow. I think the Latin word for tart is coat. No, I don't know. Oh, come <laughs> on. <laughs> and he just took it. Too. But, but all right, Tan, Tan, I'll give you that one. That's a, that's a good little correlation to his theory. Mm. Um, yeah. But I'll take it. The other weird thing there is, I mean, it was, so it was hilarious. This I, I, I've talked about this. I think I brought up in the butchery interview. This is my favorite shot in the show. Mm-hmm. I, I love this one. So seeing it always makes me yeah. smile. Um, the, the banter was great. Derry and Dan were on fire. Yeah. Wayne up there just like doing his thing was, was just too much. Um, and then the, the sneaky as the Dickens thing, this one really hit home for me because, oh. uh, you know, not that I'm, I, I, you know, I, I, for the most part, I eat okay. Um, but I've got some guilty pleasures and I may have mentioned for craft dinner. Katie is one of those. Oh my God. And now you made me I, want it. <laughs> I get yelled at for, for eating it more than I probably should at times. So I've historically, if I'm eating it midday, I will go ahead and I will wash all of the dishes afterwards <laughs> to, to hide not it. give any evidence to the fact that I just crushed a fucking box of craft. Dinner just eat it out of the sauce face. pot then, man. Don't even dirty dishes. The sauce yeah. pot, stir stick. No. Oh, that's true. But anyways, I got to watch all that. So it's, it's a bad thing of mine, uh, but I've definitely done it in the past. Cause I'm like, not that I really care. I'm like, I just don't want to have the conversation where I get razzed and teased. So the fact that I just, crushed a box of craft dinner. Mm-hmm. So I watched it. So I, I understood that one because they were trying to get away and they, and they didn't. Very so. good. Brian, but great. No, great. Great opening. Yeah. I have to admit that when I first watched this episode, mm-hmm. I didn't like it, okay. but this was the only part of the episode that I really loved. I laughed so hard. You did not do that to Derry. He did do that to Derry. Oh and it's like, yeah, how dare you? Now, here's the thing. And I, I realized this and I said this to my wife, Sharon, because we're doing a supernatural binge. I'm like, my God, everyone in Letterkenny has been in supernatural. Mm-hmm. First, I just saw Derry get stabbed in the throat. And now Squirrely Dan is freaking eating his tart. Poor guy's been through enough. And he turned into a zombie in Resident Evil. Poor guy. You did not do that to Derry. But it's the, the one thing about Letter Kenny that I really love is just the bam, 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 bam. Yeah. They never miss a beat, but it's never sounds choreographed. It's mm-hmm. so natural. I can yeah. see regular people having this type of conversation. Yeah. This is, I, I agree hundred percent. This is probably one of the best cold opens this show has ever done. Yeah. It's solid. Yeah, it's, it's a really good one. All right. We move on to scene one out of the theme. Noah Dick pulls his horse drawn carriage onto the farmhouse laneway. The Hicks are hanging out at the produce stand. Derry says if Noah needs a hand, he'll be happy to lend one as long as the daughters aren't there. Uh, Noah gets out of his carriage and anchors his horse and pets him, saying he's a bit spooked on this glorious day. It's best he strokes the big dick uh, till it calms once. Uh, then Noah <laughs> greets the Hicks and gets to his business. Wayne, your community has always used us right. Hopefully you feel, feel as though we've used, used you right. right. 
once. Yeah, you've said it at least twice. Twice once? <laughs> yeah, at least twice. At least twice once. Yeah, twice or more. Not once or twice once? At least twice. Twice or more once. Can confirm. Wayne, you've been a great friend unto me for many years now. Okay. For banging the boxes summer last. I feel the great <laughs> need <laughs> within me to repay you for the kindnesses shown the very best way I know how. Oh, here we go. Well, I was uh... <laughs> With a sausage party. Wait, first a box hammer and now a... A witch? A sausage party. Well, he must mean literally. No, it says he spent the majority of his li- uh, adult life stuffing his meat into casings. It's thrilling, rewarding, and exhausting work. Yet he won't rest until his sausage has touched the back of the hicks' throats. Uh, Squirrely Dan does <laughs> loves a sausage, as does Wayne. He loves him so much. Uh, Derry would feel a bit better if they could bring a date. Uh, Noah's af- afraid there is only one rule to a sausage party. No women allowed. Wayne says, okay, so he meant it literally as well as figuratively. Uh, Derry asks Noah if his daughters are going to be around. Noah says, no, they're going to be having a party with his wife in their very own kitchen. Besides, a sausage party is a good chance for men to blow off a little steam. Derry tries to tell Noah they can't make it, but Noah calls him silly uh, silly gosling. He hasn't even said when it is, which is to, it's today. Uh, Wayne responds that they'll be there. Derry asks what happens at a sausage party. Squirrely Dan says it sounds like it's a party where guys eat a lot of sausage, uh, but mm-hmm. also it's a dude's only party. Uh, Noah won't take Noah for an answer. He sets off to make <laughs> preparations, but he leaves the Hicks with one final word. It's as much for your benefit as mine, for ye haven't truly lived until you've had dick meat in your mouth. <laughs> Next scene, the skids are dancing in front of a convenience store. Riley and Jonesy walk up. They ask what the skids are doing there. Uh, they haven't. Uh, uh, they say it's where they get dirty. Stewart asks Riley and Jonesy what they're doing there. He jokes that the supplement place is that way. Flex pointing to an arbitrary location. Uh, not getting the joke, jo- uh, Riley and Jonesy say they didn't know Letterkenny had a supplement store. They ask where it's located. Stewart makes up directions, instructing them to go to the bridge by the Kinsman Pool. Uh, go to the kinsman pool bridge and jump off of it i never noticed a supplement store there buddy let's look on the way back yeah i'm at a body dynamic stimulant free course slimming complex nice i'm out of my nexobionic extra strength advanced multiprobiotic bet you they have it i hope so Stewart asks Ryan and Jonesy where they're headed. Ryan and Jonesy are going to go play some chell, uh, which is NHL, by the way. And for, uh, for I those, had to look that up today because yeah. I was like, what the hell is chell? <laughs> so it's NHL 2000, whatever it is now, 2021. Probably NHL 22 yeah. at this point. Yeah, that's right. Stewart informs them that his uh, crib is around the corner. If they want to rip some chell, they can roll up. Uh, Riley and Jonesy agree. But first... But, yo, let's actually stop by that uh, Suffy store on the way home. <laughs> <laughs> beta alanine creatine with BCAAs. Sick. I'm out of my amino acids, optimum recovery, three-in-one macro tracking, estrogenic ketones. Which <laughs> they have it. I hope so. Don't forget your Flintstone vitamins. <laughs> Wilma's my favorite flavor. <laughs> Noted. Noted. I love that. Noted. The Hicks arrive at the dick farm. Oh, sorry. Next scene. The Hicks arrive at the dick farm. No. Noah is thrilled that they came. I must confess, my first batch of sausages did not turn out to the usual dick standards. Shameful, but I blew a load right here in the yard. Luckily, my daughters were here to clean it up and even eat what could be salvaged. What a treat it was to watch my own children enjoy my load despite its premature completion. Even a dog wandered over and began to suck up the excess. Good enough. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Derry puts a stop to Noah Dick's stream 
of conscience. I wrote that. I wrote down myself. Uh, Noah Dick prays to God that his next batch will remain firmly in his hands. Noah then begins to inhale deeply and very creepily, uh, then states that the air is thick with a sweet scent of dick meat. Come, let us gather by the fire and devour endless sausages with our mouths together as men. I don't care how gross he makes it sound. Leads me to that meat. (laughs) Time will soon tell, Daniel. By the looks of the sun, why, it's almost afternoon. It's evening. Trust. Sausages will remove all thoughts of women. I care how gross he makes it sound. (laughs) Next scene, Riley and Jones are at the skid's lair playing chow. They lose the game and proceed to lose their shit, throwing a tantrum, swearing, and punching holes in the walls. That is some Ross the Boss Have you ever seen such primitive emotion? Primal. I think it's called toxic masculinity. Ooh. Oh, fucking gack me up with it. Gack all over me with it. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't fair, buddy. You had whole mics advantage, bro. We're taking the toast station back to our film lungs, and you can play us there. On our home ice this time! Let's go, Riley! Let's go, Jonesy! Ah! Did they just invite us over? I'm glad they had fun. (laughs) (laughs) Riley and Jonesy storm off with the skids' Chell station. I love that they say Chell station instead of PlayStation. Uh, Next scene, back at the dick farm, Noah asks the Hicks to join hands and pray to thank the Lord for this meet up. Uh, The Hicks play along, uh, but then it's down to business. Pork, the aroma doth make the mouth water. It's not a lot, it really does. That reminds me of the Kimson barbecue from last year. (laughs) Yeah, you got MBG. Yeah. Most valuable griller. I'm going to put on a t-shirt for you. Pretty neat. Wayne. For mercy's sake, at least give me a chance to beat your meat. Okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> You're just catching all these now, aren't you? <laughs> I missed that one before. Oh, my God, the innuendo pool is so deep, and I love it. No. <laughs> Noah asks for some help serving. Squiddy Dan says it would be a pleasure. Noah shows off a smoker that his wife Anita constructed for them. He asks Squiddy Dan if he'll do the honors of parting his wife's meat curtains. (laughs) (laughs) That's hot. After after a long comedic beat, Squiddy Dan complies. Next scene. In Riley and uh, Jonesy's bedroom. Riley... Is it their, it's one of their beds. They, they don't sleep together, do they? I don't know. Anyway. Oh, they sleep together. Yeah. They cuddle. They're now punching holes in their own walls after suffering yet another loss of the skids. Riley accuses the skids of tricking the cards. Earl gathers that what he meant to, to say was they stacked the deck. Riley takes that as an admission of guilt. Uh, jo- Jonesy accuses the skids of downloading some funky dark web shit onto their system. And that's why they dummied them, speed bagged them, and fucking ragdolled them. Oh, uh, where's my... Oh, there we go. How dare you, Skirt? How dare you accuse us of using the dark web to gain the gaming competitive edge? That is a one-way ticket to chell hell. I'm chelling you. Have you guys been drinking cello shooters? How dare you? Because you're acting like a bunch of children. How dare you? One chell after another in this rumpus room. <laughs> Let me give it to you in a nutshell. We are through walking on eggshells with the two of you. Perhaps you pick up some beta blockers at the supplement store. Yeah, take a chill pill. Yeah, yeah. Just don't forget where it is. Just walk uh, 
halfway across the bridge, over top of the dam, and jump off! Let's go, Rolled. Yeah, let's go, Rolled. <laughs> the skids storm off with Riley and Jonesy's Chell station, leaving Riley and Jonesy punching more holes in their walls. Next uh, scene. station from Choney. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Next scene. <laughs> Meanwhile, back at the dick farm, Noah is serving up his sausages with a side of German and some bad sausage puns. First, mm. let's start with the worst. Oh, I got the thirst for worst. <laughs> I've been known to show a kielbasa who's buff. <laughs> Charcuterie style, mad burst. Soft, moist, melts in the mouth once. Well, don't have to tell me twice. <laughs> uh, next up is bratwurst. Und zweitens, bratwurst. Coarse, juicy. Made from pork. Pork, you say? Excuse me for picking out. <laughs> then followed by knockwurst. Knock this, knockwurst. Pork and garlic, often highly seasoned. Well, never so bad. It couldn't be worse. <laughs> and finally, Noah serves up uh, weissverst, uh, followed by what sounds like some ger- gibberish German. Hey, Noah, which sausage makes the funniest sounds? Why, I, I don't know, Daniel. Frank Farters. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, this one looks like a Frank squirter. <laughs> <laughs> that last singer sends uh, Noah into hysterics, literally rolling on the ground with laughter. He laughs so hard, he begins to fart. Scene eight. <laughs> the skids are outside the convenience store once again, dancing when Riley and Jonesy approach. They're looking less ragey. Uh, they give back the skids chell station that they took earlier. Rold gives back uh, Riley and Jonesy's chell station that they had taken. Uh, but that's not the only reason they're there. Um. Anyway, you were right to tell us off earlier. Oh. Yeah, we we deserved it, boys. I guess we thought we were better at that game than we actually are. You are no Alexander Graham Chell. <laughs> Do you know who that is? Well, I don't know who that is. We don't know who that is, but I don't know. We just wanted to say something like, sorry. Yeah, like we regret it. Why? You got to be able to take the losses with the wins, boys. It doesn't matter if it's Chell or the National League, boys. Playoff mentality. Don't get too high. Don't get too low. Too high. Too high. Got to approach life with the playoff mentality, boys. So later. Later. Riley and Jonesy start to walk away sadly. Stewart stops them and asks them where they're headed. Riley and Jonesy said they're going to check out the new supplement store. Uh, the skids regret their joke. And in an act of kindness, uh, Stewart extends an olive branch. You guys uh, ever play Thief? You ever uh, Thief it? Yeah, I've sampled the Thief brisket. Thief it real? Commander and Thief. Two things we do not joke around about. Sneef and Thief! Let's say we turn over a new thief. Shotty Brazil! <laughs> you can check out that supplement store another time, buddy. Supplement store's going nowhere, bro. Ninja dust! Riley and Jonesy head off in separate directions, as they usually do, leaving the skids standing there confused. Uh, <laughs> then Stuart and Roll pretend to drop Ninja Dust, and that sends Connor and Darian, Darian off in uh, separate directions. Final scene, back at the dick farm. Noah is still rolling on the ground laughing and farting. The Hicks are enjoying their delicious sausages. Uh, Darius says the key to the day was the daughters were away. Screw Dan wouldn't mind seeing Noah's sister, though. Noah finally collects himself and gets up. Uh, he's not sure he's had this his funny bone jerked quite that hard before. Uh, speaking of daughters and sisters, <laughs> Noah invites the Hicks to come out uh, to come inside. 
uh, Derry S.Y. No one informs him that uh, that's where the dick dick suckers are. Uh, <laughs> Derry doesn't want to go, so Noah calls them out to join them. Out come Anita, Chastity, and Lavina Dick with maple syrup suckers for the hicks. Ch- Chastity's holding a milk bottle. Uh, Anita offers the hicks some dick milk. They quickly, yet politely, turn it down. No, thank you. Well, don't be shy. We have an awful lot of it. In fact, enough to make a long, hot summer of dick cheese. (laughs) 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 Oh, I do love your dick cheese. (laughs) And we fade to black. Oh, Oh, God. (laughs) That episode just gets better and better. Yeah, I guess it does. All right, I'm up first. Let's talk about this episode. So, I agree. The cold open was one for the ages. Uh, one of the uh, top five, possibly. I can't remember now. I mean, um, it, but it's up there. It's it was really good. I really enjoyed Squirrely Dan and Derry in this. And and whether there's a deeper meaning to it or not, uh, it doesn't matter. It, it doesn't affect it. It was still a great cold open. The rest of this episode was for Kate. Okay, this episode suffers from being compared to two other great Dick episodes. Um, and so I think that's where this episode kind of suffers. Uh, it's nowhere near as funny as the first two. Um, it's still funny. This, I mean, it's, it's what, what you would expect from, from a Dick episode, all the penis innuendo. I, f- I feel like they way, way underused Anita Dick. Like she comes out for like the very last scene and, and, I think maybe only has one or two lines and that's it, which I mean, she was the, the best part of the last Dick episode. So uh, it's, it's too bad that they didn't, couldn't use her more. It just kind of left me, I'm going to say this flaccid. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> it was just fine. It there wasn't anything great about it. There wasn't anything horrible about it. Uh, I, I liked the Riley and Jonesy versus skid storyline. That was okay. Um, the the no dick stuff was just okay. It was it was kind of the same joke over and over and over again. And after a while, I got a little tired. Um, but yeah, that's my initial impression of this episode. I did really enjoy another thing. I, I enjoyed was the kind of they've they've done this before where they do kind of like an Abbott and Costello routine. This one here was in the very first scene at the produce stand when um, uh, Noah Dix starts on his. Uh, speech of uh you know to wayne saying your your people have done us right once blah 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 and then they go back to once no twice like you've said that before and and so on back and forth that was really funny and kind of very kind of abbott and costello like i kind of enjoyed that scene uh, the rest of it was good but not great uh tanya what do you think um you know what? Whenever there's sausage it's gonna be a good time <laughs> like noah dick i i gotta ask like is the anchoring the horse a real thing? And I, and, and I'm thinking Joshua I was thinking the same day. That's thing. what I was wondering. Yeah. I think like, Joshua why? is our, our, our best uh, person to ask for that <laughs> well, type of Brian's information. Brian's from Pennsylvania too, but he's in the city. He's not, he's not in yeah. the rural Pennsylvania. One thing just to give you guys an idea of what Pennsylvania is like mm-hmm. on the West end of Pennsylvania, you got Pittsburgh mm-hmm. on the East end, you got Philly, everything else, Alabama and or Kentucky. <laughs> so I'm a endless boy. country. I, I, I've been to all that section. It's endless country. Yeah. There are banjos. There are Confederate flags. Oh, 
it's frightening. Mm. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, but they're also the the Dutch, right? And uh, that's and the Dutch. Yes. Yeah. Well, I'm just but, thinking that the the whole anchor thing, it's not really going to stop that horse. I just no, wanted to know, <laughs> like, no, that horse wants to go. That little thing ain't gonna stop. Yeah, that anchor no. just becomes yeah, a projectile. Guess, becomes like something that would just hit people, like as yeah. a, as a horse went flying. My, my best guess with that is that as the anchor probably works is more of a deterrent. Mm. So it's like this is annoying. It's heavy. So I'm just I'm not. I'm just going to stay here and then try it's to gonna, fight this thing. It's mm. going to hit him in his horse dick meat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's what. I, yeah, I just, I thought that that was comical. I've never seen uh, one before and I didn't know if it was an actual thing or not. Um, like Squirrely Dan, oh my gosh, that man just is so funny. Like him with Noah Dick and saying, you know, he doesn't care uh, how gross you make it. Just point me to the, in the direction of <laughs> yeah. the meat. Like, I'm like, I'm totally there. Cause I love a sausage. I love so- pigs and blankets, like any sausage you can get with some mustard too. Oh my God. Yes. I would be there in a heartbeat. I'd be like, what kind of mustards can I bring to this pot party? Like I'd, I'd, I'd absolutely. And the smell of the, the dick meat in the air, like I can just imagine it right now. Noah Dick, um, you know, fermenting. <laughs> like they, they take it just, just that little bit further than where you think they're ever going to go. Um, him saying how his first batch, um, you know, the, the girls had to eat it up and that was, it was premature and like they just go so far and you're like, oh man, that's wrong on so many levels. But it, it ends up turning out to be so funny. Um, um, him falling down, it reminded me of Peppa Pig when um, when <laughs> yes. Noah Dick when yeah, yeah. Noah Dick fell because they were referencing mm-hmm. uh, pigs. Yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden, the next thing you know, out mm-hmm. of nowhere, he's on the ground laughing, and mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my god, it's Peppa Pig. He's fallen on the ground and he's laughing, and that's where he <laughs> stayed. Um, and I thought that was comical. Um, you know, the whole meat curtains. Like I remember those curtains. <laughs> on my parents, uh, on the house on that the I grew up in yeah. and the fireplace and, and pulling back the curtains. And I'm like, Oh my God, those were the curtains. <laughs> <laughs> but those weren't meat curtains. Those are the meat <laughs> curtains. Oh my God. It's too funny. Anyways, I find, I found the whole thing. It was, it was kind of quick paced. Um, like it, it ping pong back and forth between, um, the sausage party and Riley and Jonesy yeah. with, uh, Stuart and rolled. Um, yeah, there wasn't a whole lot of substance there. It was, yeah. Yeah, it, it, there was nothing else going on. It was just the two storylines, which I think what happened in the last episode, it mm-hmm. was just two storylines. It wasn't much of anything else to track or um, um, go back to. Um, so it was it was a good episode. It made me laugh. Um, things that I, I, I missed that I didn't get the first round that I caught on here. <laughs> oh my God, sorry for the outburst. Um, uh, yeah, and the last comment there, oh my God. I didn't get that he, uh, that they had said uh, uh, for the dick cheese and uh, oh, so wrong. So wrong. They, they just take it that little step further. <laughs> it's just, ugh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Matt, what do you think? So it's funny. Um, I'm almost hundred percent aligned with you, Al, on mm-hmm. this one. You, I, most of what you said, I actually had written down and I'll add a little bit more to it. So yes, mm-hmm. Um, this is, they, they fell victim on this one of going up against themselves mm. in the fact that they had two other fantastic episodes and Dick slip out and Holy sheet, Holy mm. sheet, I think is on my top five. Mm. Um, I it's, think it's, it's Victor's number one. Yeah. Yeah. It's phenomenal. Right. So you had that against you already. Mm-hmm. It's, 
And I don't mean this as negative as it's going to sound, but to me, it became kind of like a fart book in the fact that I got over the joke and now I'm like, okay, I get it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yes, I laughed. There's, there, there's some big laughs in here. Some really, really brilliant stuff, but um, it was, sorry, one second. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Um, we're on the air. You need a red I, on the air light. light. Know, right? <laughs> well, why don't you have like the claw arm to grab stuff? For one <laughs> Come on. My bad. Um, oh, good. So, so it, it, I, I agree with all that. Um, mm-hmm. The caveat I'll say to that and where I think that they were just as aware that they were over the top and maybe the jokes gone wrong is the fact that like when, when, when Noah first arrived at the produce stand, they were finishing his lines, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. They were like, okay, we get it. Noah. they're mm-hmm. over it the whole time. They kept making subtle jabs mm-hmm. at everything. Noah was doing. Like, if you think back to like the very first one, they were kind of like, Oh, and just kind of surprised the second one. They're like, all right, ha, 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 ha. Now they're like, okay, we get it. We get it. Enough's enough, Noah. So yeah. a part of me, and I haven't seen the rest of the season yet because I am following, part of me says maybe this is the last time we see the dicks oh, because so. even they are, okay, we, we've it's run its course. Right. We have to put it. So there's kind of their little last nod because they were one of the dicks, but we're also saying goodbye. I could be wrong, but that's kind of what I feel. So I appreciated that they were treating it in that aspect, that even they were, we're we get it and we're done mm-hmm. the jokes the jokes run its course so they let it go out um but yeah there was some great there were some great things and all that the the little and i and i had to look it up too like the horse anchor is a thing mm. i've looked them up i don't know when they're used or who they're, but you can look it up there's all kinds of things of horse anchors online it's fucking hilarious <laughs> um the the judging the time by the sun i didn't look that up but that made me really laugh it's mm-hmm. like oh looking at the sun it's noon it's three o'clock now like yeah. it, was, it was he was so off on all yeah. of them it was so good um and then yeah when he dropped to the ground laughing i was that made me laugh so hard <laughs> watching him keel over at that ridiculous joke um so there there was definitely some really fun elements and then you have the riley jonesy timeline um with the skids there i actually i had another thought it was I was watching Riley and Jonesy, especially um, near the end there when they were apologizing and they mm-hmm. made the Alexander Graham Chell mm-hmm. reference. And they're like, I don't know who that is. Do you know who that is? I, yeah, I don't know who that is. Like they, to me, come across in, in this really abstract world of Letterkenny as a couple of the most believable characters in the whole show, in my opinion. They sell their sort of jock life so well that I'm like, I feel like these two, I could walk down the street, run into them and they're exactly going to talk to me just like that. Mm -hmm. And this is, it's genuine and how it, how it comes across even as ridiculous as it is. Mm -hmm. Um, And I love that about them. Um, But yeah, that whole timeline was fun. There really wasn't a lot of story, but that's okay. I think we're, we're, we've gotten out of that on on continuous storyline aspect. Maybe this was a filler episode. I don't know, but yeah, I mean, overall, there were some really good laughs. I enjoyed the two very defined um, stories they were telling in this one uh, for what they were. Um, yeah, it, w- it was enjoyable. I really enjoyed the progression. So when Roland and, and, and Stuart make that joke about the, the, the supplement store is over, you know, go to the bridge and jump off. When they first do it, they do it out, out of like they're they're making fun of them. But then when when Riley and Jonesy are raging and, and pissing them off, they're doing it out of anger, but then they feel bad for it, bad about it. So they take it back. They never, they never admit that it's a lie or that it's a joke, but they take it back. And then out of anger again, they, they, 
they they doubled down on it when uh, in yeah. Ryland Jonesy's bedroom, only to take it back again later. It was just it's kind of, it was an interesting kind of I don't know progression throughout the whole thing. Wilma was my favorite yeah. flavor. <laughs> that, was so cool. that look rolled gives when when uh, Riley says he's more of a Fred guy. He's like noted. Oh, just that that nerdy. creepy creepy look is great. Is awesome. Oh, yeah. Brian, what, what did you think, Brian? Uh, Matt really stole my thunder in a lot of ways because I was going to say I was going to say a lot of the same things I, I'm I'm on board with Matt on this I think this might be the last time we see the dicks which is because yeah it was like every time Noah goes to you know make his jokes everyone's like yeah we know we know it's like mm-hmm. the water boy all over again mm-hmm. not to mention <laughs> the fact that he's staring at us like he's breaking the fourth wall when he's telling these jokes like yeah it's old it's yeah. old. Yeah. And I told, and I, I DM'd you this earlier. I seriously think they make his pants that tight just so <laughs> you're curious to see if you can see his dick meat. Like, I'm serious. It's like, bro, there's there's no other excuse to have pants that tight on another dude unless he's <laughs> exercising or you're just trying to show off what the stork brought. <laughs> but, um, and I, I agree 100%. We didn't see enough of Anita Dick. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing about um, Sarah Callie is that I hated her on The Walking Dead for a time. Mm-hmm. Because you know, with take her, it with, back. Well, here I did. I didn't hate her as in her performance. Her performance was great. Mm-hmm. I hated Lori mm-hmm. because Lori, at the time when The Walking Dead first came on TV, I was going through my divorce. It's like, oh, you were my right. wife. I hate you. Mm. <laughs> and, you um, bitch. Yeah. So when she, so when she becomes like an entire meal, I'm like, woohoo! <laughs> But then I see her in this and it's like, someone's going to eat her. And it's like, and then she bleated like a goat. And I just started dying laughing. It's like, she is the greatest ever. Like I want her to come. I want her to be my neighbor and just bleat first thing in the morning, like a freaking rooster. Um, So um, I'm a little bit disappointed that we didn't get more of Anita. Um, I really wish we could have had Glenn with Noah and just have them go back and forth in an innuendo off. You know what? Like, I'll take another dick episode if it involves Glenn for sure. Absolutely. I, I would, that, matter of fact, right there. Glenn, yeah. Noah, mm-hmm. and Gayla. Oh my gosh, that would just be right? nuts. Yeah. I That's want the, the only acceptable terms. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> but I mean, otherwise, I mean the, the the stuff with the dicks is what you expect, but mm-hmm. they still found a way to make it fun, yeah. even though the jokes were old. Mm-hmm. Um, the Riley Jonesy stuff, I'll say it again, man. When they first start raging now, it's like, how the hell are you going to Ross the boss race somebody's freaking house? Because <laughs> you lost a damn game. They weren't and even mad about it either. Eh? They were just and like the, 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 the skids are just like, this is really happening. Like, well, to be fair, what? To be to be the skids basement holes in the wall are probably an improvement. Have you seen that basement? <laughs> yeah, that basement does look like it's nothing but hepatitis and bad ideas. <laughs> so... <laughs> But um, but the one thing with Riley and Jonesy is that when they're cool, they're like so sweet and mm-hmm. nice. And it's yeah. like, you know what? You guys are dumb, but I would want to hang out with you. Yeah. And and your enemies are now my enemies <laughs> because how can you hate these guys? <laughs> so, I mean, overall, um, and I, I definitely agree with what you guys said. This episode, I think, runs the issue of being the third in the trilogy of Dick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, it, it falls victim of being Return of the Jedi. 
You know, it, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's hard to, it's hard to follow <laughs> hard. It's hard to follow those previous two episodes. Mm. It really is. So what you're saying is two dicks are good, but three dicks is a crowd. Three is just yeah. too much. Yeah. There's yeah. Too, that's just way too much. Too There's only but so many holes for those. Yeah, dicks. They, oh man. Okay. <laughs> let's, uh, let's move on to ratings. Shall we? <laughs> I'm going to start. <laughs> uh, okay. I may have sounded harsh when I when I gave my initial impression. It's still a fun episode. It's still a fu- funny episode. There's a lot of really good stuff in it. Just compared to the other two, not a, it not as great. So I mean, my 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 rating for this one is a clearance because it's still a good episode. There's nothing wrong with this episode. It's just not great. And I mean, we just came off two pretty strong unicorns. Uh, this one here is just a you know a bit of a letdown. So I'm I'm giving this one a clearance. Tanya, what about you? Um, I, I still have two more comments from listening to everybody else. Um, I, 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 Riley and Jonesy, I just wanted to say like, I want to take care of them still. Like I, I felt, I, I still I feel, do too. I still feel like a mama bear with them. And I'm like, you back away from those boys. They are just sweet, innocent, not so. But in their, <laughs> they're def- just in gullible their defense, and they'll just take on, take anything. They, they apologize. They owned up. You know, they that was a apologize. good, a sincere apology. I mean, yeah. yes, their initial uh, actions were, dick. were that, that was dickish. Yeah. We're dickish, very childish. And, yeah. And yeah. childish, but in the end, they did the right thing by apologizing. So maybe, you know, maybe their moms uh, did uh, raise them right. <laughs> they just. Well, see, I think with Riley, though, mm-hmm. it let you know how great of an actor he is. I hated him in the Mighty Ducks Game Changers. He's such a <laughs> dick. But in this, he's so lovable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I kind of want to be like Riley Jonesy. Is that a good way to express your frustration? <laughs> and it is just a game. Like, I seriously want to. I want a big brother. Spoiler. I wonder if, you know, after they, they punched holes in their bedroom, their moms didn't call them down, give them a glass of milk and say, okay, kids, <laughs> why are you upset? Why is that important? Go and apologize. If you want go your hot pocket, young man. Yeah. Hot pocket. <laughs> my, my other question or comment was Noah Dick. Do you like, so, okay. He has no access to media, no access to, to television mm-hmm. or, or any outside interference. What um, can he run? But, <laughs> so you kind of have to wonder, does he know what he's saying? Like sex is sex, but mm-hmm. they're doing it through a sheet. So really, <laughs> like how much, how much does he think is an innuendo? Mm-hmm. Like he knows what a dick is, of course. And, but, but the fact that it's his name, mm-hmm. do you think that he like, no. It's just one of those things. No. It, like, I mean, it's, it's if, the joke, if, right? It, it's innocent I fun. Like, I don't know uh, we had a friend. Was, but there was a slight nod to that. Yeah. Uh, Wayne or one of them made a very subtle reference to it that like, I just don't think he gets it. And, and right. they don't like just kind of back Although, off. I think in the first, in the first Dick episode, he meant, he says Dick and he said, but with a Y, uh, yeah. it's, it's not whatever, whatever he says, he, he, he tries to, um, right away, uh, subvert, subvert all the innuendo that's about to happen by saying, but it's Dick with a Y. So everything I say from now on is okay. It, it's not, yeah, yeah it's so not. So you dirty. think not, he knows. It's not the other one. No, I, I mean, like, okay, we had a friend and, and she was quite innocent with her thoughts. Oh, she was so stupid. She well, innocent. <laughs> innocent. She was so stupid. Innocent right. with her thoughts. She was a very smart girl. 
So stupid. So, but she was innocent. <laughs> so she, she, she didn't always have a full understanding of what was going right. on. She was book smart, not street smart. She was, right. she was street stupid. She was, yeah. Wow. So you kind of have to wonder though, like, is Noah like that? Like if you were around him, mm-hmm. would you constantly be like, <laughs> like dude doesn't give up. Well, they're, they're constantly looking at him like uh, shaking their heads. So he, I mean, he, he, He's either oblivious to everyone's reaction to him, or this is just a two-dimensional character yeah. that's meant to make us laugh with dick well, jokes. And that, sorry, that was it. Wayne made a comment about Derry being rude, mm-hmm. yep. right? Because he's yeah. like, <laughs> yeah. like, it's like, don't, don't comment, don't judge, mm-hmm. don't be rude. Yeah. But the banter back and forth about the sausage and the names of the sausage, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and he was kind of getting some of those. Yeah, he's getting all those uh, um, d- double on. So you kind of got to wonder. Look at, but look at the joke that sent him off. It was about farts, and yeah. and we. And like so it's almost like a, the one, a six-year-old's understanding of these jokes yeah, yeah. that was yeah. that brought him down to where his level was because mm-hmm. he went off the rockers at that point yeah on, yeah, the, this on point, probably the worst knowledge. joke right yeah. right so uh was there a rating in there yeah sorry <laughs> for the for that because i think he's he, just like riley and jonesy are innocent and and i think noah is innocent in his in in he just doesn't get what he's saying mm-hmm. um and i think that's what makes this episode fun it's it's just it's a it's it's very cute i'm gonna give it a fresh it made me laugh it wasn't a great great like it wasn't something that i would put on my list or anything like that which i know i'm jumping the gun but um a low fresh it it it, it was it was good there was nothing that offended me it it kept it kept it cute and 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 fun sounds good work on your mvp now matt Thank what you. do you give this? <laughs> um, yeah, I'll get, it, it's a high clearance. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. I, I, I back to what I said. It's against it's it's against the others, and that's I, I can't get that out of my head. Mm-hmm. Did it stand the ground of those? I don't think it did. There were some great moments. I definitely laughed my ass mm-hmm. off through the through the whole thing. Um, but you know, I was watching this one. Jen's been watching all the new episodes with me, and even he, she made a comment like, "I feel like that they're just recycling this joke." And I'm mm-hmm. like, "Yeah, it's yeah. you're not wrong," and that's kind of the sentiment there. I, I want to quickly loop back to I think a couple of you called this out. Brian went into a bit as well. I, we needed more Anita. Mm-hmm. I think she mm-hmm. could have saved it if they found more to bring her in because. Yes, Noah is the front man of this, but she is the rock star that had some of the best moments in the previous episode. Mm-hmm. And to bring her in just at the end there felt like a real missed opportunity mm-hmm. uh, because one of the greatest things about the Dicks is their play off each other yeah. and their different perspectives on what's going on. Um, so it felt very one dimensional with just Noah and um yeah, I think that was a misunderstanding. So it, it's again, I really enjoyed it. Sure. I, it's it's not by any means bad. I just mm-hmm. it's a high it's a high clearance. Yeah, fair enough, Brian. This episode, like I said, when I first watched it, I was like, "This is so boring. Like this isn't <laughs> funny at all." And then I watched it a second time, and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> "And then I watched it a third time. I'm like, <laughs> and then going over it again, I'm laughing. So." But it's definitely it's not it's it's the weakest of the of the Dick trilogy, and I think a lot of it is is because we don't have enough of uh, Anita mm-hmm. in it. Um, Squirrely, um, Squirrely Dan and Derry, um, they they shine in this one a bit, but you you gotta have all Dicks front and center, man. You <laughs> you, you gotta have that. 
Um, the Riley and Jonesy as uh, the Riley and Jonesy and the Skids um, storyline in this one. I really like the fact that we got to see these two groups together because it's primarily them with the Hicks. Mm-hmm. So it's cool to see them together doing this yeah. and seeing how they play off each other and two two funniest duos on this entire show with Riley and Jonesy and Stewart and Rold. Um, I think the only way that I think next I'd like to see maybe Stewart and Rold um, do a tag team against um, the Mc, McMurray's. I almost called them McMurphy's. <laughs> but um, no, it was great to see them together and mm-hmm. to sort of see the skids sort of being the ones getting the one up on someone for a change, even though it's the lowest of low hanging fruit. <laughs> uh, but with that being said, though, this is. The fact that it did get me to like go from eh, to laugh, mm-hmm. I'm going to give it a very low, fresh, like oh, it's just, interesting. it's just barely not um, clearance, just barely. Like it's like a, a, in a day, it's right. getting that sticker and it's going into the clearance bin. Oh, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, it's still, yeah, at the yeah. end of the day. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, turning. Like, it's, it's turning. Yeah, it's like an hour. It's like a, it's like one shift away from going to the clearance. Bin. All right, uh, a low fresh, excellent. All right, let's move on to top five. Uh, this does not make my top five. It's obvious, I think. Uh, and well, I mean, we'll get all Victor's stuff next uh, episode. Tanya, does this make your top five? No, nope. no, Matt, or no. Nope. Okay, Brian, I, I hear you might have a top five list to share with us. I do have. I, of course, have a top five list for mm-hmm. you. Um, hard right, Jay. Wow. Soft right, really. Another one, eh? There's, I, the, I really, because you, you know what? In there. Dude, Jay Berenshaw just, like, he I makes me laugh so hard. Yeah, and right. I just I just rewatched Goon for mm-hmm. the first time in about two years, and it just... Reminded me why I love that episode so much. And it was just yeah. so much fun. Um, then Dick slip out. Then yep. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> got to go throw yep in there. And then give me that nut white boy. <laughs> nut. <laughs> love that episode so much. <laughs> and then, of course, I got to throw Bush Party season in there because that's the episode that brought me into Letterkenny. So that's that that rounds out my top five. Nice. Now, Were you counting one, down or up? Well, which which is your number one? Hard um, right? Hard right? My, or? My, um, my I think that I, I just wrote. The, I didn't put those in oh, any okay. real Don't order. Yeah. So um, because they I love them all for a very specific reason that it makes it real difficult to mm-hmm. choose between them. OK, um, fair enough. Oh, fair, yeah. so um, but no, this one, it doesn't make my top five just because, like I said, it took three watches for it to finally get me to start laughing out loud. Mm-hmm. Very good. Good point. All right. So um, see, see the future. First of all, Brian, have you watched We're doing MVP? Um, oh, MVP. No, no, you're right. MVP. Sorry. 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 My okay. bad. My bad. MVP. So uh, thinking th- about this one here, uh, MVP, if I don't want to give it to a, a pair, if I was to give it to a pair, it'd be both Squirrely Dan and, and Derry. But I, I really want to stick to just giving it to one person. So I'm actually and I, I don't think I've ever giving it to, given it to Derry before. I'm giving it to Derry for this one. I thought he was he was really strong in this, especially in the cold open, but even throughout his reactions to Noah Dick. Uh, are always a lot of fun. And the fact that he's the one who finally said, okay, enough. Like when Dick, when Noah Dick was talking about um, <laughs> blowing his load or what, what was it? Uh, the dog was Making eating his daughters eat his load. Yeah. And all that stuff. And and it was Ugh. Derry who's, who put an end to that nonsense. Uh, just 
great, but but especially at the beginning when he's like so upset because you know very well that I'll eat food off the floor. He was so indignant about something that you shouldn't be indignant about. Uh, it was great. So so I'd give Squirrely Dan a runner up, but I'll give this one to Derry. Uh, Tanya, what about you? My boy, Squirrely Dan, for yeah. sure. It, he <laughs> makes me laugh every time he goes off. It was on accident. I, I just, I, he, he, <laughs> he went off so many times mm-hmm. this episode and uh, all of his comments that he made, it they just made, they always make me laugh. Yeah. All right, Matt. I'm torn, but I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna go with you on this one, Al. Mm-hmm. It's it's Derry with this with Dan being the the really close runner up. That mm-hmm. they're both of them just brought it this episode. Yeah, yeah. The on accidents, the the banter about mm-hmm. the the eating off the ground thing killed me. Dan's little <laughs> like when they first got there, it's like I don't know how you said that, but I'm in and like why like <laughs> yeah. and then Derry's Derry's like opposite risk. Like they just. They were on fire in this mm-hmm. one, so it has to go there. And I want to give a really quick honorable mention. When I were watching it, Jen, mm-hmm. uh, wifey there, her, um, she she called out rolled. She said oh, her, yeah. especially, especially the second uh, scene when they're in um, Riley or Jonesy's bedroom there mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. little banter there. She's like, that was probably one of my favorite rolled um, displays in the whole series was is his banter in that one. Well, so that's saying something because he has so many great moments. Oh, you know? Yeah. And, and she, really she just, does. she, she loved him in that scene. She's like, that was one of my favorite rolled moments. So I'll call <laughs> that one up. For her. All right. And Brian. Yeah, I've got to it's going to be a sausage party as far as the MVP goes. <laughs> um, definitely Derry. I think this is Derry has had some great moments, mm-hmm. but yeah. this is the Derry moment. This is yeah. this is the Derry arrives episode <laughs> for sure, because the thing is, Derry, let, let, let's just be real of our four leads, of which is the Hicks. Mm-hmm. Derry is the weakest character in a lot of ways. And I think it's somewhat designed because you got Wayne, who's the leader, Squirrely Dan, who's the, the guy that number one, he looks way too old to be hanging out with them. But there's just something about his lovable nature that works. And Katie is just fine. Is a force. Yeah, Katie's just a force. Yeah. yeah, she's a force of nature. And then there's this dirty looking dude. Mm-hmm who's always wearing his barn clothes and yeah. needs to take a shower. And he's at times but, he's quirky and sweet and times he's kind of dumb and, and yeah, but right. he's always loyal, but yeah, you're right. right. He, not, not, he's not the weakest character. I wouldn't, I, maybe not weak. Maybe the most the, vanilla character. Like, well, yeah. And, and I think the biggest thing of what we've already said is a lot of times, Brian, you said he has some really good moments, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Which is what he's consistent for. He has good, strong moments, but this mm-hmm. episode there was a multitude of them. He like carries. it was every scene he was in, he delivered something that made that scene memorable, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. he doesn't always do. So he was right. given a lot more content to really run with. And he was louder and he was there. And well, he also took a leadership role. Cause if you notice, even in the cold open, like Wayne usually takes way more leadership roles and everything. Cause that's mm-hmm. what he does. But this time around it's dairy taking on a leadership role. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like, He's doing it. And Wayne is like supervising him. Like, honestly, if this episode is a backpack, Derry's taking it to school and <laughs> um, on, honorable mention to um, Stuart and Roll, though, mm-hmm. because this is some of the best banter. And they've had some amazing, amazing banter. But this is some of their best because and it goes to show that as for as over the top as they can be, they can do subtle very well mm-hmm. so um yeah they 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 
it was for as much as this episode didn't have when we talked, and this is a running theme that has been coming on with the show lately. I've noticed we're not getting enough Gail. We're not getting enough Glenn. Mm -hmm. Barry in a lot of ways did not make me miss them Mm -hmm. because he brought it this time. See, not to go against the sausage fest here, (laughs) but I just want to say like Derry had far a bigger role in the second Dick episode where he was like, you know what they're like, they, they kept on going back to dairy oh, about yeah, the then, whole sauce, yeah. uh, about the, right. the, the hole right. in the sheet yeah. and, and him like, Oh, you know what that's about. Yeah, and, you, and, and, and that, and that he, I he found been, was more. He might've been MVP in that episode. If it weren't for Anita though, like Anita just yeah. stole yeah. that. Anita stole stronger characters. But that yeah, was a, stronger, a, a stronger storyline yes, yes, with dairy and yeah. the, Dicks mm-hmm. because right. it just kept on pinging back to yeah. him and him saying, you know, and, and giving the eye and the mm-hmm. gesture and the, Oh my, what's going on here. And, and you're not you wrong. guys, I, yeah, you're not there wrong. was you're, you're so much more. Correct. Yeah. yeah. But, but in and, that episode, and in Anita one, was still the strongest. I didn't see that happening. Right. But not, so in that, in, not to the extent of the, in that the previous episode, he was, he was probably stronger, but Anita was the strongest in this episode. Yeah. There wasn't anyone who stood out. So he was the stronger one out of all. See, I would have probably liked a little bit more of a, like a close up to his face Mm -hmm. and maybe a a gesture of his face of like, you know, here we go. Like what's going on? Like Mm -hmm. the thought, like what's what happening? What's with the sausage? Or as you said, he did kind of chime in a little bit there here and there. He's a lot more vocal in this one. Uh, Yeah. Very vocal, very vocal. And I, I I understand your point, Tanya. Mm -hmm. I really do. And I think that just goes to show how, how strong the performance was this time around because we didn't get some of those things mm-hmm. that probably would have made it even better. harder. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Better. Yeah. But he took what he had and he made it work. And um yeah. I was almost thinking maybe some of the writing on this for this episode in some certain points this season might be sort of suffering because of the Shorzy. But mm, I don't know. As far as I know, it, Jonathan Torrens wrote writes all the dick episodes. I think he wrote this right. one and the other two. So, right. Um, but, but also, I mean, Kiso had a lot of time to write these yeah. scripts. Right? Kiso, so, well, Kiso, and no, nothing's going to go to film without Kiso. Right, say yeah. So, so I, I, I want to quickly, and again, I don't necessarily think the episode suffered on the writing side because I still stand by the fact that I think it was highly intentional mm-hmm. To yeah, almost make us dislike the content because of all the continuous shoutouts yeah. from the Hicks on okay, enough's enough, yeah, we enough's got it. Yeah, enough. Yeah, yeah. Like right. that was very the Hicks are us this time around. Yeah. Where it's if like, they made if it. they made no comments about it, we would have been saying, okay, this was this was not good. This is but this is a combo. It was fair, so I think it was intentional, and I'm and I'm okay with didn't was my favorite deck episode. But I'm still appreciate that that I feel that that was very intentional. All right, yeah. gotta, I got to move on here because uh, we're gonna yeah. we're we're approaching eleven. Yeah, we're, we're already getting people <laughs> saying how long is this episode gonna yeah. last, and I said forever. Oh yeah, so <laughs> let's uh, move on now. Uh, in terms of uh, see the future, I mean, I, I feel like they've abandoned all kind of uh, seasonal story arcs so far. Like we haven't really seen anything there. Uh, in the last two episodes, and I don't see anything in this one that that that's changed any of that. Have you, has anyone here seen anything? I mean, other than saying the usual, we want more Glenn, we want more Gale. There has there's. I, a- I did. I have watched ahead just because. Okay, well then I, you're not so allowed you to comment. So I'm not allowed to comment. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, like I I do a film review podcast for a 
living. Mm -hmm. So I know how not to spoil, but Mm -hmm. I will say this. I do appreciate the, um, the finale. Okay. I think it's really, I think it's this season upon, upon further review, um, this season is an interesting transition from what we've seen before, because I'm very curious to see (laughs) if season 11 suffers because of, you know, what I like to call the spinoff syndrome. Oh, Roy with the Shorzy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we'll, we'll, we'll get to that in future episodes, but uh, Mm -hmm. is it, uh, I'm going to say there's nothing in this one here that uh, indicates anything for the future for future storylines for me. So I I have no no comment there, but Tanya, is there anything you want to see? The only thing was uh, squirrely Dan. So eager to see uh, Lavina. Lavina. Um, like he goes he back was, and forth between Levine and Alan. He was just yeah, in the bar man, with Alan, with, with Alan uh, yeah, know, with, with Wayne and uh, um, Rosie. Maybe he misses the walking. I I don't know. <laughs> it was uh, interesting that he was so eager to to yeah. catch her. Matt, anything? Yeah, I got absolutely nothing. No. Um, I'm I'm enjoying this ten mm-hmm. and the fact that it feels like one, mm-hmm. and that I really have no idea what's coming each episode. Yeah, I like that. I like that format fun. and. Uh, I just, I, I can't wait to see what's coming next. All right, let's move on to Tanya's Twitter poll from last week. Whose Caesar did you find more appealing? Uh, 115 votes. Uh, the winner there by very narrow margin, uh, uh, 35.7% of people chose Stuart enrolled Caesar, which uh, Victor and I agree with. Uh, Bonnie, Rosie, and Gales came in second with 33%. Uh, then Katie, Dan, and Darius with 20.9%. And Riley and Jonesy's is a distance, uh, distant fourth with 10.4%. So uh, there you go. I know, Matt, that uh, you probably didn't vote on this one, but um, I did not actually. Yeah, I saw it and I just bypassed it. Yeah, you don't like Caesar, so I get it. Uh, <laughs> Uh, and then we have a bunch of listener comments here. So uh, w- one of our newer listeners, Ban from Scotland, one of our newest Twitter DM uh, uh, members, he says, hey, guys, followed the page a little while back, but only got around to listening the other day. I've uh, just started episode five, The Rave, and I'm loving listening so far. I don't know anyone who even knows what Letter Ken- Kenny really is. So it's great to hear so much discussion about the best show ever. Keep it up, Ferda. Thumbs up. Uh, and that's that's from Ben, and I'm so jealous that he's only on episode five of season one, and he gets to live this. And uh, although, I think no, he's watched up to nine. Oh, right, he's watched up to nine, but he's uh, episode five of our podcast. That's right. So, yeah. um, anyway, so oh, he's gotcha. Yeah, gotcha, okay, okay. Uh, um, another one here. I like the callbacks to a previous cold open when talking about the car dealer. Oh, so this is about last week's episode. The computer background. That's no family man thing. Standing up. Etc. I'm surprised it didn't come up. Fun episode of the show and the podcast. Good job, all. That's from Jane, James Corky. I think he's talking about that cold open where the the Hick men are at the bar talking about cars mm-hmm. with uh, with Gail, and they start mentioning dealers and stuff. So that's probably that that callback. <clears throat> um, let's see here, our buddy PJ McCarthy. So glad you guys went back and hyped Dick Skin's scenes. He was brilliant. Skids Caesar was the clear cut winner. As much as I love Rosie, something about Marie Fred, she really does it for me. Uh, and that's from PJ McCarthy. So he's definitely on the Marie Fred team when it comes to that. Uh, and, and, and also the skid Caesar was uh skid Caesar. That's, that's funny. Anyway, uh, another one here from flower boy, another new listener. Hey, found the pot a few weeks ago and I'm absolutely loving it. I'm nowhere near caught up yet. And was wondering if y'all are still doing the DM group, which we are. And I added him to our group. So 
He's one of our newest uh, members as well. And then finally, just found Letter Kenny and then your podcast. So good uh, as being in London. I didn't know why the hell they're talking about darts or uh, what they're talking about. Darts or cigarettes? Uh, only just got to season two. I hope Victor cheers up pitter patter. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> so that, that's a listener from uh, from Eng- uh, London, I think uh, wow. she said. So, yeah, uh, great. Um traction here and then just uh in the news and it just happened today and i'm 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 a little upset but at the same time i understand the uh letter kenny live and uh, the canadian shows anyway have been canceled uh and they haven't been been able to reschedule them because uh well they can't they have no idea when they'll be able to happen uh some of the u.s dates have been moved have been rescheduled. So so none of the U S dates have been canceled. Some of them have been rescheduled. So check out uh, their website for details. If you do have uh, tickets for any of those U S shows to find out what, whether your show has been moved. Uh, and, uh, I believe that's all I've got for this, uh, for news and for, for user comments. So we'll just move on to final comments. And I'm going to say, Brian, I was looking forward all week to having you on, but I knew you were going to bring it and you did, uh, love the plotaholics and looking forward to listening to more of that. Uh, thank you for coming on. You did a great job and, uh, hopefully we'll have you back on again. Obviously we hope to see you at ag hall socials and you're on the Twitter DM group. You're a great contributor there. So, uh, Thank you so much and great job tonight. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. Brian, absolutely. Exactly what Alan said. Thank you so much for coming out tonight. Uh, pleasure to to see you again. We had uh, ca- I caught you quickly, I think, on, on one of the uh, um, chats before. Um, I show up late. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm always headed headed uh, to bed right away. So uh, yeah, I think it was a, a quick meet, but uh, pleasure to speak to you and uh, and hear your your comments and uh, love love the the chat. Um, thank you so much to everyone and uh, the thoughts going out again to to Victor. Yeah. Hope everything's okay and uh, can't wait to do it all again next week. Uh, Matt. Yeah. I mean, everything you guys said, it's, I mean, I'll give a quick shout out to Victor and his family and his dad. I hope everything's well there. We, we definitely miss you tonight, but um, Brian, I was really looking forward to you coming out too. I know we've, we've had some banter um, offline and uh, I've definitely listened to plot, plot of Hollocks. You, you're running a great show over there. I'm a movie nut. So it's uh, it's fun to pick and choose some of my listens there. And uh, you guys bring a really good perspective to it. Um, also, massive massive congratulations on your fitness journey man that is just unfucking believable congratulations i know you've worked your ass off to get where you are and and i and i i can only imagine it's like a life changing for you so well done sir it's wildly inspiring anyone listening check him out um see what he's done it's it, it's it's amazing so good on you bud and thanks for coming thank you thank you and brian Oh man. Um, this was truly, um, I've been looking forward to this, um, for a while. I almost jumped the gun. I was like, so when am I coming on? This is last <laughs> week. I was like next week. I'm like, Oh, but, um, I love this show. And, um, what I really, really enjoy is, you know, just picking up on you guys, like just a couple of months ago to now being involved in this community and now being here and talking the amazing Canadian show of letter Kenny with you. It really means a lot. And, Thank you for the the kudos. I really, really appreciate it. Um, and I you humble me so much. The, the 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 pleasure is all on this side, and um, I can't wait to be on again. Can't wait to um, continue having discussions. 
and see where the future brings. Cause you never know. There's only good things coming. Mm-hmm. Excellent. All right. And I'm going to play us off here with a song from this episode called flying Gollum by a band called wand. Uh, this is a song that ended the episode. So let's pull this one up here. That's all we have for this episode. Next week, we recap and review episode four of season 10, Prostate. Tanya's been looking forward to that one. With our buddy Ryan for his first Produce Stand debut. Don't forget to give our sponsor, Diabolical Coffee, some love. They're at diabolicalcoffee.com. Right now, you can use a promo code Produce Stand for 10% off any purchase from their site. If you'd like to support the podcast, rate us on iTunes, Spotify, or become a patron. There's a Patreon link on our site or Twitter profile at Produce Stand Pod. We're also on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Produce Stand Pod. Thank you for joining us. Now, we are going to play some chow, followed by some FIFA. On behalf of Brian, Victor, Matt, T- or Tanya, and myself, thank you for listening, and have a great week. Yeah.